this day always feels like a threshold to me, a transition from one season to another. It's the end of Thanksgiving weekend, and it's also the first Sunday in Advent. And so I find myself a bit betwixt and between. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever feel that way? Maybe you're not a church nerd like me, so you're not already thinking about Advent, or maybe asking, what is that anyway? But, but we all, it's part of our human experience, right, that sometimes we find ourselves betwixt and between. Apparently, the Christmas shopping season officially started on Friday, apparently. So there's that. And December is a month that many of us experience as a particularly busy time, right? With extra pressures and things to do. Some of us even start making lists. (laughs) At the same time, this season of Advent, these four weeks that lead up to Christmas, they are meant to be quiet and spacious, a time of waiting and of emptying even, making room in our hearts so that we are ready for Christmas when it finally comes. This is one reason we offer our Vespers service for Advent over these next four Wednesdays, to provide a simple space for quiet and beauty and peace in the middle of the week And so if that sounds like something you could use, I hope you'll be able to make it here on these Wednesdays at 5.30. Today I want to reflect with you on this idea of the threshold. I love that image of the threshold as this in-between place, a place or a time of transition, which can be an uncomfortable place And it's also a place of possibility. And haven't we each had experiences of this over the last few years, the last couple of years? Is there anybody among us who hasn't at one time or another made plans and looked forward to something and then had to cancel it or come up with a plan B or C? And even now, as things have gotten better, aren't we still living in an uncertain time? We don't know what lies ahead. This has been one of the trying things about the pandemic, all this uncertainty. But I wonder, is it possible that it's also been good for us? That it's made us live more in the present moment and has made us more viscerally aware of what we like to say, but it's hard to believe that the future is never certain, right? It's never a given as much as we might wish otherwise. There's a classic book about this called Transitions, Making Sense of Life's Changes by William Bridges. And Bridges says that every transition starts with an ending, something comes to an end. 
And this ending eventually makes room for some kind of new beginning. But he says there's an important space between an ending and any new beginning. And he calls that space the neutral zone. And he says people often want to hurry through the neutral zone because it's an uncertain and uncomfortable place. I still remember what it felt like when I graduated college. For my own reasons, I did it six months later than I planned to, but I just graduated and did that in December, and then I was at a party that my dad and my stepmom had, and all my parents kept, all my parents' friends kept asking, what are you going to do now? And they were just curious and trying to be friendly and have something to talk about, but I felt it as pressure because I didn't have an answer. And I don't know, didn't seem like a particularly good answer. I flash back on that great movie, The Graduate. I won't start quoting lines from it, but that's about it too. And I felt this pressure and so I went out and found an answer. William Bridges says the neutral zone, though, is a place of possibility. And if you can hang out with the uncertainty of waiting and not knowing for a while, if you can be open to that, then something wonderful and creative can happen. Something that you may have never imagined or expected that came because it had room you held open space in which it might unfold and appear. The French Jesuit Teilhard de Chardin wrote a lovely prayer about this that begins with these lines. Above all, trust in the slow work of God. We are quite naturally impatient in everything to reach the end without delay. We should like to skip the intermediate stages. We are impatient of being on the way to something unknown, something new. And yet, it is the law of all progress that it is made by passing through some stages of instability and that it may take a very long time. This is the invitation of Advent to wait and to watch in these darkening days, to be open to wonder and mystery right here in our midst, to trust in this season's slow unfolding, to be, as Van Morrison sang, a dweller on the threshold, to try and simply be, at least some of the time, present to this moment. And this is a countercultural posture, right? To trust that good things are unfolding in our midst, that we don't have to do anything to make them happen, except to wait with hope and expectation. These days when things around us seem to be speeding up, this is a good time for making some space and some time for quiet, for reflection, 
some time to rest for a while from the cares of the world, some time to wait and listen for that still, small voice. Some of you know that I am passionate about fly fishing. And something I've noticed over the years on the river and also when you come home, people are always asking, had any luck? Did you catch anything? But at its best, the kind of fishing that I love is not so much about catching as it is about wading into that fluid and flowing world, waving a stick around with as much grace as possible, and waiting to see what might happen. In fishing, I live in Advent on my better days anyway, when I'm happy to just be fishing and not so worried about the catching. We've been on this pandemic journey for a long time now, and it's had so many twists and turns that we each must have asked at times, how much longer? Or as people would ask in the Bible, how long, O oh Lord, how long? When will things ever get back to normal? Right now, I'm grateful that things are as good as they are, and I am cautiously looking forward to Christmas Eve when I believe that we will have a service here in our sanctuary for the first time since 2019. But still, these days, they are still a threshold kind of time, aren't they? As we inhabit whatever this next phase of the pandemic is going to be, it's a good time to wonder, are there things that we want to let go of? Some of you have been wondering this already because you've told me about some of these things. And also, are there things we want to lean into? How do I want to live in these days? And this is the invitation of the threshold of these in-between places to wait and watch and wonder, to be open to what is unfolding or in process or what wants to be born that we're just getting hints and guesses about now. Do you know that word liminal? It comes from the Latin word for threshold. A liminal time or a liminal space is one that's in between. When something is ended and when something that's coming is not visible yet, it may still be over the horizon. And we've been living in a liminal time for a while now, right? And this can be tiring, this dwelling on the threshold. But it can also be a place of grace and discovery. Haven't we learned some new skills over these last couple of years? I remember Claire taking great joy in how many people over 80 and over 90 that she helped to get onto Zoom a couple of years ago. 
you all have been amazing. Haven't we become more flexible and adaptable and resilient because we had to? Would you say that you are stronger because of what you have been through? Would you say that we as a congregation are stronger because of the ways that we have come through this time together? Advent is this liminal time that invites us to be open to what is unfolding right here in our midst. It invites us to hold open a space for what might be gestating in us and around us in these days. It invites us to look for ways to hold open that kind of space for others too. We can offer that as a gift to our companions so they can also be more whole and more alive and more free. I hope and trust that's what we try to do here in this congregation and not just on Sunday morning, but this image of us gathered in the sanctuary is for me a beautiful image of holding open a space, holding open a sanctuary for who knows what might happen. The poet David White does this for other folks by offering walking pilgrimages to sacred sites in Ireland and in Italy. And he wrote the poem that was our reading today after leading a pilgrimage to an ancient tomb. And so I want to invite you to hear his words again, but this time hear them as speaking directly to you now, if you didn't hear that that way the first time to imagine that he's describing a place that you have been traveling towards or an awareness of becoming that you have been seeking after, whether you are aware of it fully or not. So let's hear again this poem, Etruscan Tomb by David White. We stopped to say a simple word of thanks, that we could walk to this place and find it like a promised understanding, like an intuition long held, that it stood always at the end of the long road we took to get here, that it stood always at the end of the long road we took to get here, as if to welcome us, as if to teach us and hold us in this time now, to understand at last how close the threshold is that takes us like a blessing from a world we think we know and turns our face to wonder. How close the threshold is that takes us like a blessing from a world we think we know and turns our face to wonder by the gift of a sheer imagined absence, the twilight sense of the ultimate purification, to love and let go. My prayer for us in this season of Advent is that this threshold season 
will welcome us and invite us and take us from the world we think we know and into the mystery that lies all around us. That our faces will be in these days turned to wonder and toward one another and our hearts filled with joy and peace now and always. Amen.